Hello, lovers. Hello. Welcome to episode five of Happy Endings with Ashley Lynn. I need my own recording studio just so that I can record myself singing that as my intro. You feel me? Sure. Cool. So, oh, was that annoying? Anyway. (laughs) So... I guess we should give like a listener warning because this episode is probably going to be like a three out of five on the spicy jalapeno charts. (laughs) We are talking about intimacy after having Eli Lilly. Sex after kids, baby. Let's talk about sex, baby. Wait, can I get like um, copyrighted on that? I don't know. Journey will hear it on the edit. (laughs) Okay. So I just want everyone to know that my partner is sitting across from me already rubbing his eyes because he's already over this conversation. And it's not because he doesn't want to overshare because he's getting more comfortable with that being with me for this long. But um, yeah, it's just you. It's just me. Bada bing, bada boom, baby. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. I'm in a very, like, musical mood right now. Like... Well, we did just come from... Yes, we did just come from music bingo. Kinnaman is going to be like, oh my god, you have talked about it every single episode. Yes, Kinnaman, shout out to you. You're the one who introduced it to us. We have been going for the past three months. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, let's talk about it. Where do you want to start? I don't know. You tell me. I guess let's start from sex before Eli Lilly. Good, bad, rate it on a scale of 10 to 10. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> rate it on a scale from 1 to 10. Or I'll just ask you this. Is sex better now or before? Um, it's not a trap question or anything. I wouldn't really say there's a difference. You don't feel like more emotionally connected to me now that we created life together? No, not really. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's okay. Do you have any... We'll start with advice because I feel like we usually end with advice. Do you have any advice for people who recently had kids or are about to have a kid about how to rejuvenate that sex life uh i think the biggest thing is just intention yeah because it's really easy to get busy with parent things and let the intimacy kind of take a back seat so you, you know as weird as it sounds just like just making a conscious effort to even if you have to plan like hey thursday night every week yeah that was actually in my notes to talk about like sometimes sex needs to be scheduled yeah but it's one of those things that if you schedule it the schedule no longer is a schedule it's just routine what you do complacency well i wouldn't say that just like schedule becomes habit becomes desire i guess like 
like a Pavlovian effect. If you just, yeah, if you just cut intimacy out altogether, then. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like scheduling might be important, but there still needs to be an intention around it. Like it's not like, oh, come on, here's another chore. Yeah. And it's like, it's okay for it to be a, chore is kind of a harsh word, but be a, something you're doing for the sake of like, we said we were going to do this, so let's do it. Mm -hmm. Because eventually you'll get past that. Like, oh, it's Thursday. Like we have to, whatever. It becomes more, oh, sweet. It's Thursday. Like you're excited for it. It's like amping up for it. Yeah. I definitely think right after we had Eli Lily, I mean, you're supposed to wait six, seven weeks after you have a kid. Yeah. And we did that. How was that for you? Oh, that's fine. I mean, I think there were like very particular, like six hour windows here and there where I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't yeah. do this. But those were very short and far and few in between. Yeah. But what I was going to say was like, so you're supposed to wait six to seven weeks. And then even at that point, you know, for me, it was more of a mental game of like, am I ready for this? There's so many other things going on. Like six weeks for me, that's only like a month and a half. of You know, like after literally birthing not only a child, but a placenta out of me and having this huge wound, <laughs> like, you know, I think it for me, it was like, how am I supposed to have this desire again? And I think that's where the communication came of intention, but also like, I think we had to start vocalizing more. Hey, I'm in the mood to have sex, even if we never act on it or not never but like if we don't act on it in this moment that's okay but I just want you to know that I'm still you know sexually attracted to you or physically attracted to you whatever yeah and then also communicating these are the things that have changed about our sex life like these are things that no longer feel good or these are things that now feel good that I didn't know before Mm -hmm. and then also establishing that line of communication about hey I'm just really not in my head yeah or I really am in my head I can't get out which was probably something that we dealt with before the baby but I guess I just never thought about it that like if the house isn't clean and my mind is racing and there's so many other things that I feel like I need to get done then I don't feel my body is still in like fight or flight mode and I don't feel safe or comfortable enough to relax enough to have sex and that was something that hap- that I became more aware of after having the baby, which I think was like a communication standpoint or just something that changed, I guess, or became we became more aware of it. Yeah. Talked about it mm-hmm. like in our counseling sessions and stuff. And I think it's something that we didn't shy away from that we knew that was important for our relationship was like, how do we rebuild this intimacy? And then focusing on how to you know just enhance our sex life and finding time to do that with a baby yeah i mean the the hardest thing is probably finding time just because especially with with her she's a uh, night owl yes and you're ready to go to bed at 7 45 so 
I'd like to think it's probably like 9 p.m. Give me su- give me something. 7:50. Okay. 8:30. 7:55. Yeah, no. That I think that is definitely like when she finally falls asleep at 10:45 and 11 11 o'clock. I'm like, dude, I, I'm tapped out. Yeah. Also touched out because she does need a lot of physical love. Which is, I'm always going to give a turn. That's not me complaining. It's just like, I think that's something I have to be mindful of throughout the day of like, okay, if Michael wants to be physically intimate, even if that's like not sexually, just like physically, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, dude, I, I just don't want to be touched. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes I come home and I'm trying to like give you a hug or something and you're not being mean to me, but you're just like, no, like, not, no, not no. I love you from afar, baby. And I know that's hard because that is one of your top love languages. So I need, I know I need to like work on it. Yeah, I mean, that's not for me to decide what you do or don't need. No, I know. I'm just saying like, I want to be a better wife. Well, thank you. (laughs) We had a lot of questions um, that were like five out of five spicy IDK, if you want to get into those, or we can be creative about answering. Um, I almost wonder if we should just do like a mini-sode where we do a bunch of like... Like rapid fire? Yeah. Yeah, okay, we can do that another time. I did kind of want to talk about um, contraception. Like... What's that? Cri- <laughs> That's funny. Um... Like, talk about just that journey for us. That's been, like, a roller coaster. Yeah, it's it's been a back and forth. I mean, the, and the struggle with you in particular was you had, like, just gotten off birth control. And you have to wait how long? I mean, you- they tell you, like, it's going to take, like, three to six months yeah. to get pregnant. So I got off of it right when we got married. And then we just were not having safe sex. No. And so six months later, we got pregnant. Yeah. But I meant con- contraception, like, after Eli Lilly. Oh. Well, because yeah. they, like, they say, and I don't know who they is necessarily, but they say, oh, if you're breastfeeding, then you're good. And you won't get your period. But I got my period, like, Two yeah, months, like two right? months after. Yeah, two yeah. months after I had her, and I've gotten it since. And so it was like, what the heck? And I breastfed for thirteen months. Like, yeah. that was kind of tough. So we had to figure that out in terms of just that, like, fallout from expectations, like of thinking we were good, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think um, having a kid definitely kind of puts. of the time puts that responsibility in the forefront of your mind Mm because you have the physical ramifications of your decisions present. Well, not present, but... Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. And that's kind of a big reminder, I guess, like, hey, you know, do what you're supposed to be doing. Now, obviously, that's not 100% all the time necessarily, but it's, it's made it easier to be more responsible. 
now yeah well and i think there's like this idea of like okay so when are you guys gonna have your next kid so like it's okay if you're not being safe but it's like we've got plans that sometimes we don't want to communicate to other people and right now we're we're not interested in having another kid well yeah i mean that's and so it's like that's one of those annoying questions people ask they don't have like malicious intent yeah they're not trying to be mean or they're not trying to like pressure you or anything it's just such a normal question i guess for people to ask after it you shouldn't have a kid. be though it really shouldn't be because i mean in our case we can't really talk for anybody else but being diagnosed with pcos that's like not a joke it's not something to take lightly and it manifests itself so differently in every person so asking that question you have no idea what you're asking in that or what that could you know the impact of that question yeah i know that's not where we were going but yeah i feel like contraception after marriage or after kids isn't talked about enough it's you know what i mean it's this conversation of oh you either have an iud or you're taking the pill or whatever or nothing like i feel like it's like that and then it's like I feel like when we tell people that we use condoms, they're like, that's weird. It's your husband. Yeah, but, like, I'm not trying to have another kid right now. <laughs> and I'm not getting on birth control again. Yeah. So it's no, like... It's the, it's also the simplest way if we decide tomorrow, okay, let's start try trying. Try for another kid, yeah. Like, it's there's no, like, okay, like, we're going to reverse this thing or you can stop doing this or we're going to... Yeah. Like, it's just like, boom, okay. Well, and then we did, Back at it again. right after Eli Lilly was born, we did decide to do fertility awareness treatment. Yeah. Um, or fertility awareness program, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was learning your body's temperature and... Yeah, I got to like, be honest, all that stuff sounded made up to me, but... <laughs> I tried really hard. We did it for like almost a solid year. I was yeah. supposed to take my temperature every morning within 30 minutes of me waking up, preferably before I got out of the bed. Um, and that was supposed to track like ovulation cycles and stuff. And it just like didn't work for us. And so I stopped after like a year. But I feel like those things aren't talked about. Like we had such a good OBG YN like situation where they did everything they yeah. did prenatal they kind of dropped the ball on the postnatal but then they did you know fertility awareness and that was covered through insurance and so like it was like yeah let's try that that's a good option yeah I wasn't sure that I was capable of doing the like mucus vaginal mucus stuff oh yeah I forgot about that they were that was a they thing were like you have to be really in tune with your body yeah. and I'm just like I don't know if I want to be measuring my coochie juice, you know? Yeah. It's, I was like, it's definitely uh, it's a thing. An option. We, we didn't do it, so that's okay. No. Do you feel like we have gotten to a point where we are comfortable communicating sexual desires and, like, exploring our sexuality together? Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing we don't. I mean, it's like... Was that a post-baby thing? 
I I wouldn't necessarily use her as a delineating line. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it was like a pre or post thing. I think it's just been a gradual thing that because of our timeline just so happens to have progressed over, you know, like it's not, they're not connected, correlated, not causal. Okay. Would you say that you pick up on my cues? No. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've always have been and always will be terrible at that. Like just oblivious? Yeah. To when I'm in the mood? And not even just like you in the mood, just people in general. I'm I'm not great at I can read people's energy, but when it comes to like romantic attraction. Yeah, like you don't even know when people are flirting with you. Yeah, I have zero idea. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Would you say that there's a big dichotomy in your head between parenting and sensuality? Like we've kind of talked about this for me of like parenting is like a very strong sense of responsibility and like I always have to be on as a mom and caretaking and just like juggling a lot of things. Whereas like sensuality to me is like letting go and being pleasure focused, I guess. Hmm. Like you, you know that that's how it, that's my struggle. Yeah. I mean, yes, I guess I might be misunderstanding the question, but I mean, I, to me, there is a big difference in, I guess, the mindsets, but it's not like it's difficult to change those mindsets. Like, like you can turn when I'm off. done. Yeah. Like when she's down for the night, like parenting over whatever is next, let's do it. <laughs> okay. But like as soon as she wakes up, turn it back home. Okay. So for you, the switch turns off when she goes to bed the yeah. dad switch yeah i guess yeah does that mean that if your dad switches off your central switch is on or not all the time no i wouldn't say necessarily it's not like she goes to bed and then i'm like all right let's get it on <laughs> okay that's good do you feel more comfortable having these conversations with other parents or being the advice for people who are going to have kids? I don't think I really have these kind of conversations with people that, like, unless I'm with you and you bring up the topic, I don't really have these kinds of conversations. So to me, it's just... It's not a matter of, like, who. It's just, am I with you and you're bringing this stuff up or not? Yeah, but I mean, like, do you feel like you've learned from our experiences enough to give advice to your friends? Like, do you feel like you're in a good enough place? I mean, I'll always give my two cents. Okay. We'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I know you're fine. Is there anything else? Like, I don't know. I mean, I think for me, I don't know. Maybe I'm weird, but I just don't feel. I don't know. I guess a lot of people might might feel like a huge change and difference in their 
intimate life with their partner following a child. But, and, and maybe this is part of, or not part of, but um, maybe it's partly a result from, I guess, our parenting style where it's like we haven't really stopped being Ashley and Michael. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, I wanted to bring that up next was like, I think that we aren't a couple who doesn't know who we are together. And so having a baby was just an addition to our identity, not a new one. Yeah. Yes. And so for us, our sexual relationship was important before her and important after having her. And so now it's just a matter of how do we first align our communication and our expectations for sex, but also understanding that it can't just happen like in the middle of the day or every day or, you know what I mean? Like just being realistic with each other. Yeah. Not a negative thing. Just no more, more life things. Well, and still like making sure we're being fun and like keeping things funky fresh. fresh. Jinx, you owe me a soda. I said funky fresh and you only said fresh. So. Okay. Fair. Doesn't count, but cookout's open till like three. So. You want to go to cookout? No. Yes. No. Yo, a chicken quesadilla sounds mad. I really just want cheer wine, but. I had a cheer wine tonight. Yes, you did. Um, I feel like there are a lot of like super spicy things we can do, but this is only episode five of a thousand. A thousand. So I just picked a number. Why are you cutting it off at a thousand? So I'd rather keep those for, like you said, rapid fire. Yeah, or even just easing into it a little more. Yeah. Um, Everyone should go to counseling. Everyone should do some sort of therapy with their partner to learn language. I wouldn't really say that anything Michael and I talk about is new necessarily. It's just framing it in a way that the other person understands. And sometimes it's nice to have a question brought to our attention that we answer together that shines light on, I wouldn't say a new perspective, but just sometimes it's nice to have a question directly answered between each other. Yeah. And that has been so helpful for us in like our workshops and stuff that we do with other parents or like other Well, and sometimes just getting the terminology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like learning language around intimacy, but also around each other. Like sometimes just being like straight up is kissing enough foreplay. Yes or no. Like, things like that. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it's nice to have those answers so that you know going into the next time. Yeah, it's definitely been helpful. I don't think we've learned anything necessarily, but... Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if it's, like, new ideas or it's just, like, oh, yeah, we should talk about that. Or, yeah, just reminders. Or, like, how does this make you feel or, like... Can you tell me the last time I turned you on? Or like things that, you know what I mean? Like, then it makes us sit and think. 
Yeah. And understand each other more. Who are you? Boy, I don't even know. If I were a boy. Okay, all right. I think I could. Okay, ladies. Lord have mercy. <laughs> um, is there anything else? I expected this to go like a lot longer, but. I, yeah, I don't really. I think because we didn't get a lot of three out of five spicy level questions. Yeah. Well, and again, I'm boring. I'm. You're not boring. I'm like, uh, what's the word? Oh, so, actually, oh. I do have a question. This is okay. probably like three out of five. Sorry. Three if you have five. your, if you can remember your thought, say it. No, it's fine. Go ahead. What animal would you say is like your sexual prowess? What animal? Did I did I ask a real question? I think I just threw some words together. Uh, I like what animal? Yes. What's my my sex spirit animal? No, spirit animal is very offensive, and we should not be talking about things like that. Okay. What animal defines your sexuality? What's my sex spirit animal? (laughs) No, like, whatever. You know what I'm trying to ask you. An aardvark? I don't know. Aardvark? What the? (laughs) Arthur the aardvark. Why why an aardvark? Because he's the king. What? Arthur. Yeah, but how is that? How does that? I don't know. Define I just made your... that up. Okay, well, come on. That's a first off, kind of a weird question, but so. Yeah, I mean, I need a minute. To like, think are about you this. like a sexual tiger? Are you a shark? Um, are you a blood in the water? <laughs> That's a five out of five. That's a five out of five. We cannot stop. We talking about that spiciness right now. No, but for real, like, is it a monkey? Like, are you super playful? Are you a horse? I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) You're just making stuff up now. People are going to listen to this and be like, why why am I still here? Why am I I still listening to this? Why am I putting up with this question? Um, I'll tell you mine. What's yours? Maybe that'll give me a Mine, and this is why I send this to people. Uh Some people are like, Ashley, why are you sending the, like, squid octopus emoji all the time? And I, <laughs> did you know that octopi have multiple hearts? Mm-hmm. I just want to love people. I just have such a big heart, you know? So. <laughs> you know, I think when talking about. There's that. Sex. Yeah. And your animals mm-hmm. and octo- octopi. Mm-hmm. I don't think the hearts is what most people are thinking of. Okay, that's okay. If somebody wants to ask me, why did you send me this, then I'll answer. But one, it's because octopi have multiple hearts. Yeah, you know what else so has multiple hearts? So I just want to like, love on people. And then the eight arm action. Well, are they arms or legs? If you they're, walk on them, they're, they're legs technically. Yeah, they're, well, no, they're not. They're tentacles. They're not arms or legs. What? Octopuses have six arms and two tentacles. Whatever. Eight arms means like Appendages. I can like wrap myself around you. Do you know what I mean? And I yeah. feel like that just kind of signifies my way of emoting to you. Like I'm very engaged when we're having sex. Yeah. So that's my animal. That's pretty in-depth. Thank you. I've actually like I've actually thought about it. Yeah. That's why I'm asking. What do you think yours is? 
I think I know what yours is. <laughs> but what, a turtle. Why? I don't know. Hard shell. What? <laughs> Slow. Old man. No, I would not make you a turtle. Um, a bald eagle, majestic. That's rare. how you would. Rare. Oh my gosh. One in a million. Eagles are less rare than that, and I don't think there's a million eagles in this world. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but I would say you're a koala. A koala. <laughs> because you do be like. Because I eat poop. Ew, Michael. And I eat poisonous leaves. No. Does this need to get cut out? Because you're crazy. All I'm I was crazy. Say, <laughs> you're the octopus say- lady. <laughs> All I was going to say was that you like wrap yourself around me and you're like, you're the first person to be like, I just want to be close to you. Like, you're very, I'd say you're more sensual than I am. And I just thought of like you hugging me. Yeah, you're all about embracing, huh? Hugging with tentacles. Yeah. Holding on to the tree. I'll accept that. I don't know. I have to think about that some more. I'll come up with something good eventually. Okay. It's definitely an interesting question. It's not something I would ask everyone, but you know. Yeah. Um, is there anything that surprises you about our sexual relationship or like a special shout out you want to give me about something? Like, do I listen well? Like some like I meant like that. Am I like open do i listen you know what i'm trying to say like yeah i mean i don't i I have no complaints wow thank you so much (laughs) that was the best yelp review i've ever heard yeah i'd i'd go back to the restaurant bro really i left a tip for the waiter no i i don't i don't i don't have high well not um I don't carry expectations through my life. That's not what I'm asking you, though. Um, but I'm just saying that, like... You're just grateful? Yeah. Like, I'm not like, dang, like, she really doing XYZ, QRM, TV, Cribs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. This is why I don't... Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Cool. You're great. You're amazing. You're wonderful. I love everything you do. Thank you. Past, present, and future. Wow. Well, past, present. We'll see about future, I guess. But. <laughs> I think I'm just like really grateful that like you are willing to talk through anything and everything with me. Yeah. Like I'm like, how would this work? Or, you know, like I've never thought about this or like. Hey, Mikey, do you want to try this? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel safe in our relationship mm-hmm. that I feel like intimacy can be, it can be fun and exciting and like new and like, you know? Yeah. And I just from talking with other people, I know that that's not always the case. Unfortunately, that's 90% communication. Yeah. Which took a while. For us to kind of settle in, but I think we reached a pretty good place. Yep. 10 out of 10 Yelp review. Can't stop, though.
Can't stop what? Like working, communicating. Aww. You can't stagnate, you know? Absolutely. I'm glad it was you said it and not me, though. Yeah. That's it? That's you good? it? We good. You good? I feel like there's so many other things we could say. I just don't want to keep droning on and on, you know? Yeah, I mean, we got plenty more to say. Plenty more we will say. But not tonight. Not tonight. To y'all, at least. I don't know. We're probably going to go talk for another... Who knows? No. Or I might fall asleep in five minutes. Yeah, brother. It is 11.31 on a Tuesday. I got work in the morning. Mm-mm. Sucks to suck. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Go out there and find your happy ending. I know we about to. Uh, uh, just kidding. I'm about, about to go watch the inside of my eyelids. Watch the inside of your eyelids. Yeah, that means sleeping. You an old man. So. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.